everyone. It is Sammy and Allie, and we are here today just to introduce ourselves a little bit and to introduce our stories so you kind of know what the feel of this podcast is going to be. Accurate. (laughs) Um, So for today's episode, we would just love to dive into kind of the start of our journeys currently and to take you on a little journey with us. And for us to practice the recording thing. Oh, yeah. Practiced. Because practicers. Yep. So basically, we, uh, some beautiful humans have requested that we start making a podcast. So here's to you, my friends. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. Yeah, get started. So in the beginning. In the beginning. Yeah. There were two humans and they were born. <laughs> So we met each other um, April of 2021 um, at a Reiki training. I was attending the class and Allison was assisting. And we locked eyes from across the room, as she likes to say. Yeah. And became best friends forever. Um, And then we dove really deeply into our stories and we've been validating each other and um, fully understanding what our mission here is on this earth. And um, now we're here. So do you want to talk a little bit about sort of when things took off for you? I mean, I know you've always had, like, you went through a childhood of being... I opened my eyeballs. Yeah. What's up? I'm here. And then my mom had to quit work. (laughs) And chased me around. Uh, Yeah, I've always kind of been different and special in that way, I guess. Like, if you were to talk about my astrological signs, I'm an... Aquarius sun and then we're going to go on the Siberian reel the side reel <laughs> um so therefore that makes me a Leo moon and then a Libra ascendant ascendant oh my god hey guys I don't study astrology I just say the words um although that's not true but I'm still learning uh yeah so I just was always different and saw differently and I led a very interesting traumatic life and it was really fun and great. And then, um, I had this beautiful human creature a number of years ago say, we're going to go learn Reiki. And I said, I don't want to do that at all. No. And she said, we're going, I signed us up. And I said, I don't, I'm not going. No. And then we went and then she left and then I stayed and, uh, it's been pretty crazy ever since that really, that moment in time really unlocked um, just a lot of memories within me from this life, from other lives. And I continued on that path of discovery. And I realized that I had um, this really strange anxiety. And just from doing research, I found that I couldn't capture it to the world that I was in because that life. Um, my life was so good, right? And I uh, had a past life regression done by this amazing woman, Carol Bowman. And she brought me to uh, that life. And that basically uncorked everything. And I came out of that and nothing has been the same since. And so now we're here. I guess that's kind of like how it happened. And what... um. So some background story on me, I was teaching, I taught public school for nine years and in my last year, my gifts that I had as a child that I kind of shut off started like just storming back into my life with veracity. 
Um, and then when I moved here where we are currently, um, about four months before I went to Reiki in April of 2021, I had a dream um, where I was in this beautiful building and there were five different sections. There was like a tea, a princess tea lounge where people were eating tea and dressing up and having a great time. There was a crafting section where um, kids and families were sitting down and they were like making candles or going outside and gardening together. There was like a giant ship had crashed into the building and there were there was like a bookshelf up there and a stage. There was like a big section for what looked like classes or seminars or something on the side. And then there was like an indoor play place type of area. And I turned around after I got to the fifth section and there was this giant man in my way and he said, Hey, I'm Michael and I need you to build this. And I was like, mm, okay, Mikey, whatevs. And he was like, no, I'm Michael and I need you to build this. And I was like, okay, cool. And he goes, I want you to see your office. So I said, okay. So he's like leading me down this hallway in the back and I get to my office and I'm flipping through this calendar on my desk. And there's all these events like, um, financial budgeting class and family trivia night and all these beautiful things. And he's like, I need you to build this space. And I woke up and I was like, okay, apparently I don't know how I'm going to do this as just a person with a teaching degree, but apparently I'm building like a children's family center or something like that. And I got really into that, went to Reiki, met Allison, overheard her speaking to someone. I was just kind of eavesdropping as we do. Um, and I overheard her saying, my, my friend and I have decided to create a business called Pellucity and it has these five pillars, mm -hmm. their mental and spiritual clarity, um, physical wellness. We're going to do community outreach events. Um, we're going to provide uh, education mm -hmm. and oh, I always, there's always one that I leave out. <laughs> it's a different so one every time. But anyways, <laughs> the five pillars of Pellucity and I said, that's so strange because I just had a dream where there were literally five sections of a building, but it was for like kids. And I was like, it's so weird that we have the same dream. So I wanted to ask you, I don't know if I've ever asked you this before. How did you get the download for Pellucity? Um, I, that's a great question. Um, on this timeline, what I recall is um side note guys i used to date this one dude who used to get really angry because he i would tell my story a different way every time and apparently that makes humans really mad as before i realized that i would be on a different timeline back to the storyline um so i just really felt this knowing and this urge that the way we lived on the earth is not sustainable and so many people were in hurt and pain and suffering and alone and there's just so much trauma and I I had experienced trauma and I just didn't really want to do it anymore and when I thought about the potential future right the possible timeline the only one that I felt calm and peaceful in was this five pillars and just creating the community and it just felt good it felt like it we had lived that way before I guess but not in this life. And I just really wanted to, I don't know, take care of people and, and have a community. And also personally, I didn't want to live my life alone. Um, for me as an extrovert type of person, for the most part, I love being with others and community. And in that sense, um, and it doesn't even necessarily be like minded people. So I, um, 
I just started talking about it. And then my friend said, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I want to do. It sounds so great. And we um, just basically got incorporated and then COVID happened. So I was like, great, uh, I guess we're going to put this on hold for a little bit. Um, yeah, but I always just felt this pull, this calling, knowing that this life that we live, the way we live life is not going to be forever. Like people always used to make fun of me. They're like, why are you doing your 401k and all this other stuff? I was like, because in my forties, this is going to go away. And I just knew that. Right. And I used to get ridiculed so much. And I just had like some kind of weird knowing that like decentralization was going to happen and all this climate change and, you know, because we're coming back to one. Right. And um, yeah, so that's really how that piece got started. Does that make sense? Did I answer the question? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Business and finance is the other pillar. Sorry, Tiffany. That's her jams. I mean, I'm, I'm on that crew as well, but sorry, Tiffany. Um, yeah, it's amazing how many people we've met since those moments in our lives who share that same vision. Yeah. Who are promoting that. I know you started saying Unistay um, to be kind of like the spirituality aspect pillar of Pellucity mm-hmm. and how many people we've had sign up and then leave and then create their own spaces of wanting to do this and how many people out there are hoping to create places of safety and a new way of living and getting these downloads. Now it's been really, really fun to watch over the past year for me, especially, and just feel like we're a part of something bigger and feel like everyone's just ready for that change. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And then when, um, I really fell into soul language, I think is really, that's when I like really started to take off. That's when like everything just went. And, um, when I was activated, it was just such an interesting thing because it was in a group setting and it was amazing and spectacular. Um, you know, and they said, of course, everything's going to change because when you open yourself up to all of your possibilities in your life, you know, um, and you really are able to befriend, um, all parts of you and love all parts of you, it can really just go anywhere. So that, that's when it like really took off for me. Talk to me about your first experience with um, light language, which I think kind of drove you into soul language? Um, well, it's really, actually, that's a great question too. I love that you're asking these questions. Um, I have always had a weird mm, with the word light, mm-hmm. just in general, even like turn on the light. I was like, I don't like that. I don't know why I, I didn't know why. Right. I just didn't like it. Um, and so I was I don't even really know how it happened. I do know how it happened. It's not true. It's Jared, my husband. He um, was in this witches conference and he um, met, um, well, Wendy Waddell, who's this amazing past life regression therapist and like artist and just a magical human being, um, just a supporter. And then also um, Sarah Lyons, um, who's another magical creature and Sarah had won a runecast reading with him and he uh, he connected with her and found out all about this beautiful space called Leadership of Light, which housed herself and a few others. And um, he basically went online and went to check it out. And uh, two beautiful human beings, uh, Deborah Clark and, of course, Tina Powell, 
uh, were doing this live event for healing. And he had known that uh, myself and um, my kids were just having these horrible migraines because we had gone to Philly. We didn't know at the time that's why, because of the energetic level, whatever. And so he signed us up. And <laughs> the second Tina opened her mouth, I was like, oh, my God we're sisters. And she was like, Hey, we're soul sisters. <laughs> and they, they started speaking. I never, I mean, I had known about it my whole life in that way. Right. Like I had all these like quote unquote made up languages, right. To be able to express my feelings and emotions because English couldn't hack it. So I was used to just be like, Oh, this is my soul language. Like this is my true language of my soul, you know, very dramatic young person. Um, <laughs> And they had called it light language. And I was like, wow, it's kind of like super similar to what I'm doing, but not exactly. But I loved it, right? Like the energy was amazing. The healing was incredible. Like it definitely, that true expression was so great. Um, and so uh, Deborah at that time was offering um, group soul or light language activations. And I was like, oh, maybe I can get my soul language activated. So even now I have a hard time calling it light language because in my, in my timeline, it's always been soul language. Um, and so we got into the group and it was amazing. And we had this beautiful activation. It was so great. And uh, I just could never call it light language. I just couldn't do it. It didn't feel right to me. And it felt like light language was a little different. That was like channeling a dialect or a, um, somebody else, but for soul language, it was connecting into my soul into another fractal part of my soul and somebody else and bringing forth that. And that was just me and my storyline. Um, and then I came across, um, a, a beautiful human being and, um, she shared with me a very deep story and she was told by, um, some of her guides, um, that it was really important. Um, the term soul language was really important for her journey and the journey of others. And, um, it was very different from light language in our storyline and, uh, and our soul family. And I just, that just resonated with me so much. And so I've noticed in my own personal life, and this is just me, right. Is that soul language is just different. It has, a, it's rounder, it's deeper. Um, it feels as if for me, at least, that light language comes from somewhere else. And that's so okay because I think everyone has a beautiful, a magical journey to be on. And that one's mine. But it's very different in my world. What's a fractal? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I love all your questions. You're so good. Um, so a fractal, we all come from one, right? And in the beginning, there was just the one, right? Sometimes they call that the Big Bang Theory or like, you know. God created heaven and earth in the seven days and all that, whatever, and all the other <laughs> things. But essentially we were one thing and then we fractaled out into other things. And then we fractaled out even more and even more and even more. So we could have these very individualized experiences um, all over everywhere. Right. Because we, some say it's like us just wanting to experience ourselves. And so a fractal is a, a piece of that whole um, which is why we all have the ability to communicate with each other and connect with everything that exists, right? Because we're all energy and energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only change. And there's that science if you want to research that. And uh, so each of us, in order to have an individual experience, right, for the one to have an individual experience, 
fractaled out, right? Became these little pieces, almost like you take, like there's a whole mirror or whole window, right? And it's just one thing. And then when you throw it on the ground, it becomes pieces, but it's still a window or a mirror. It doesn't change. Um, it just becomes more of the same thing. So uh, that is my experience of a fractal. Did I answer that question? Yeah. Do you think fractals are fractals like in the same vein of sharing an oversoul then? Oh yeah, definitely. Is that the same kind of vocabulary where they're like synonyms or are they just related to each other? Well, it's like as you go up the ladder and things come closer together, they become bigger, right? So it's like, you know, even within the cell, a structure of a cell, like there, there's what they call the smallest part, which is the atom and the nucleus. Like, damn, the science is coming through and I can't remember all the names, but, you know, but all that together makes the cell. Um. This is where I wish James would hear so he could speak the science words. But yeah. But and then you take all those cells and all those cells you put together become a person or a dog or mm-hmm. a plant or whatever. Right. And so it's kind of like that. So we have these. Yeah. So it's like you have these oversouls. Right. Is it like fractal to oversoul to soul tribe? Yes, Kotorena Shieto Dotor Arkini Atoro Orahara Ishiaka. Sotori Iniakotoro Arahiniakoso. So as you get closer to the center, it is like fractal. And then you come up to like the soul family because you're still like, you still have individual. They talk about this in dimensional frequency too. That you you have an individual concept, right? But you're a part of something else. So you kind of like recognize each other, like in the soul mm-hmm. family or soul tribe in that you recognize them. You're like, oh my gosh, like I've like Locked what, eyes yeah. from across the room. Yeah. Right. Like I've known you for a long time. There's no <laughs> explanation. You're like, where did you come from? Or someone from half, halfway across the globe. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you can see them on like the internet and you're like, I know that person. What? Um, and so we tend to travel in these, as I am told, at least as I understand it, we travel in these families and these tribes to really help us kind of learn our lessons together. And so we all kind of experience very similar storylines because mm-hmm. we, we've come here to earth to experience ourselves. So it's quite often like we're then in the oversoul then can connect into like what they call the Akashic records, which is basically like a giant place for data keeping and stories. Cause sometimes you don't want to live the life. Sometimes you just want to read about it. Right. And you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But it feels like you've left, you learn from others. Mistakes. It's like you read, you read Harry <laughs> Potter so much, right. That yeah. like you have every character memorized. Like, yeah. so like you were them in that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Or in that experience, even though technically I'm still me right in this life. And so then the oversoul and the soul family has, you know, and then it goes even further up, right? And becomes more of a collective and more of, of a gathering of the energies. And then at that point, it becomes less of an individualized experience and more of a, a universal one. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. Okay, yeah. Great. Yeah. So that was our starting place. That's why we're here. And we have gone on just numerous adventures now together. And we've learned so much about the story of why our soul tribe is here on this earth and a lot about our um, past lives and how those are playing out in this current timeline. Um, And it's been every day now is pretty magical, pretty wild. We get to do some amazing things from ghost hunting you know at a beautiful (laughs) dogs barking yeah nice dogs bark 
um, ghost hunting at a beautiful woman who's like in her 70s, who's just now coming into and accepting her gifts and to expos, to festivals, to Facebook lives. I mean, I just feel like the world has really opened up for us and it's been an amazing experience. And so part of this podcast is sharing out the messages and the downloads that we're receiving and to tell the story of where we're going for others in the tribe who want to get connected. And part of this is just, um, just chronoling, chrono, chronoling, chronologicking, <laughs> <laughs> spending too much time with Aquarian words, man. <laughs> part of this and our TikTok are just about like, basically like just documenting what's going on because things change in our world so quickly and um, having some place to come back to where, where the journey started and where we are now is really, really important for us. Mm-hmm. So throughout these different podcasts, you're going to, we're going to have all kinds of beautiful wise women coming, coming on and speaking their truths and explaining things that they know and getting to share their part of the story. Cause it's not just us, right? We're a tribe of, of human beings really oh, wow, out, yeah. yeah, really out there just trying to heal the world and make this, um, world a better place to yeah. to be on. We all belong. We all belong. We're, we're all, all invited. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all invited. So if you've ever been told that you're too much or too loud or too out there or, or too whatever. Too or whatever. Off or anything. This is the place for you. So hopefully that resonates with you guys. And if it does, keep on coming on this journey with us. We'd love to do one of these at least once a week. Um, and if you have any suggestions of topics or things you want to know more about, or if we mentioned some kind of word and you're like, what does that mean? Um, just let us know and, uh, we will catch you next time. Yeah. We definitely appreciate you listening in and, you know, love to hear about your journey too. So let's take it active until we meet again. Bye. Bye. <laughs>